Thank you for listening to the Servants of Christ Jesus podcast. Today's homily from Father Paul Koska comes from the 25th Sunday of Ordinary Time. To support the Servants of Christ Jesus, please visit scjesus.org. In the gospel today, we hear the phrase, if you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? Uh, This reminds me of high school. My brother Kevin is here, and he might uh, remember this. I don't know. I don't even know if he knows this story. It's actually his birthday, too, so happy birthday, Kevin. But anyway, so my, bro- my older brother, not my younger brother, my older brother got in trouble at some point in high school, and he, so therefore my parents at some point took away his car from him and gave it to me for a time. Now my brother worked at Circuit City, and since you probably don't know what Circuit City is, but <laughs> Circuit City is like a ver- kind of like Best Buy, but it went out of business, I think because of Best Buy and Amazon. But anyways, my brother worked at Circuit City, and so he decked out his car with like an amazing sound system. And so when his car got taken from him and then given to me, he gave me one instruction before he, you know, handed the car over to me, which is actually my parents. But anyways, he said on on this like sound system, I could do whatever I want. I could turn it as loud as I want, but just don't press this one button on the system, which is like the bass boost, because the the amplifier was like a thousand watt amplifier and it, there was only one subwoofer. And so like, if you use the bass boost, it would like put too much power into the subwoofer. So I heard that and I didn't listen to what he said because, not because I didn't want to, but the bass wasn't good enough, right? And so, <laughs> and Lincoln, Lincoln Park just sounded so much better. Uh, or, Notorious B.I.G., if you, know, if you know what that is, he, he's dead. But, um, but it sounded so much better with this bass boost. And so for like months on end, I ignored what my brother told me. And then one day, I'm driving around, listening to my music, and I smell something like a fire. And, and so what ended up happening was the subwoofer eventually caught on fire, right, because... I did what my brother told me not to do, and things didn't go well. And I, I thought of that line, uh, if you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? So I don't know what that means for me, but I just think it's a funny story. But <laughs> what I really want to focus on today, though, is uh, the first and second reading Uh, We hear about from the prophet Amos who, uh, if you read other parts of the prophet Amos, he's basically like railing on the people and his mission is basically to confront the people of Israel uh, for their unfaithfulness in his own generation. And so he confronts them on a number of things today. He confronts them on the fact that they're being dishonest in the way that they're selling things. So they've like basically messed with the scales so that they're actually uh, selling less, they're giving less than what they're actually claiming to sell. And so they're basically stealing and being dishonest in their transactions. It also describes how they're oppressing the poor of the land because they're basically exploiting those that are buying from them, many of whom are poor. But one of the other things that it, it says is it quotes 
the wicked people. And, he, and it says, when will the new moon be over, you ask, that we may sell our grain and the Sabbath, that we may display the wheat? And, and the thing about this is we might hear that and we're like, what in the world is the scripture talking about? The thing about it is that the Sabbath was given to man, was given to man and woman, was given to the human race so that we could imitate the Lord in resting. And it's sometimes challenging to do something that is given to us by the Lord so that we are rejuvenated, that we are renewed in spirit. And the, the problem with the people of Israel today in the reading is that they are taking something that the Lord is giving them as a gift and they're complaining, when will it be over so that we can get back to what we want to do the rest of the week? Because they couldn't sell, like the marketplaces were closed so that these uh, people could not sell on, on the Sabbath day. And so they're taking something which is ultimately supposed to be a gift from the Lord and basically complaining about it. And I think about that for myself. How often do I just want to focus on the next thing or the next project that I need to do or focus on work rather than giving time to the Lord, rather than resting in the Lord? I even struggled with that this week. Um, You know, I traveled this weekend, as I mentioned, to Orlando, and so tomorrow is my Sabbath day. And I was thinking of all the things that I could do, get done on my Sabbath day. Then I thought to myself, I'm an idiot, right? Because this is the exact reading today, and I'm contradicting what Jesus is telling me. So I, I need to be converted. And so I imagine we all need to be converted a little bit in this area to give time to the Lord, to put the Lord first. Because when we put the Lord first, the Lord takes care of everything else. And the second reading from letter of St. Paul to Timothy today has a lot of stuff in it, a lot of beautiful things in it. At first, Paul commands Timothy to pray for those in authority, pray for everyone, and then pray for those in authority, especially for kings. And this, I think, is a challenge for us at different times. If you kind of lean on being a Democrat, it's challenging to pray for a Republican president. If you lean on being a Republican, can be hard to pray for your a Republican president, a whatever I, the opposite of what I just said. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep. Uh, it can be challenging though to pray for those that we disagree with. But Paul doesn't say today, pray for those that you like or pray for those that you dis, that you agree with. He says, pray, pray for kings and for those in authority. So we need to heed that, and we need to pray for our politicians, whether we agree with them or not. We need to intercede on their behalf. Because one of the interesting things that God does in the Old Testament is when Israel goes into Babylon, goes into exile, God tells Israel to pray for the Babylonians and pray for the welfare of the city. So that, and he says that your welfare is interconnected with the welfare of the Babylonian city, Nineveh. And so we're called to that same reality to realize that our well-being is interconnected with that of the rest of society, with our politicians, and so we need to pray for them. The other thing that St. Paul tells Timothy to do today and reminds us is that He says, pray for those in authority that we may lead a quiet and tranquil life in all devotion and dignity. 
that we're called to be good citizens of the society that we're in. We're called to obey the laws that are in the land. And so that, that this quiet and tranquil life, that will radiate the presence of Jesus, radiate the peace of Jesus when we seek to be obedient to and be good citizens of the nation that we have been entrusted with. But then it goes into something even more profound. He says that God wills that everyone be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And he goes on to say, for there is one God, there is also one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. St. Paul reminds us today that God wills that everyone be saved. And so we need to have a missionary heart. We need to have a missionary desire within us to be willing to share the faith, be willing to share about the Lord. And it doesn't mean we have to be weird about it. We just have to be willing. So be willing, not weird. Uh, Be willing to share the gospel because everybody sins, everybody makes mistakes, everybody doesn't live up even to their own standards that they set for themselves. And the good news of Jesus is that Jesus came to rescue us. Jesus came to ransom us, as St. Paul says today. It says, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. He gave himself up for us so that we who are disobedient to the Lord and me, to my brother, right? Disobedient. We who are disobedient might be ransomed by the innocent one. And so we're invited to be, allow the Lord to rescue us. Because that's ultimately what he asks of us, is he asks us to be open to him to be open to his own rescue. And Jesus is the mediator. Jesus is the one who bridges the divide between God and man in himself. Jesus is the bridge between God and man. And so we're invited to be in relationship with him. We're invited to follow after him. And Jesus does not say when he invites the apostles and even when he invites St. Paul, he doesn't say, Come to Mass once in a while, and that's all I'm asking of you. Jesus says, come follow me. So what does it look like for you to follow him today? What does it look like for you to draw close to Jesus today? And we're invited to really seek after him. And we're invited to give him a little bit of each of our days. We're invited to give him, give him a little bit of each of our days. And here's one kind of thing to think about in terms of giving something to the Lord. How much time do you spend on, I don't know, what do you guys use, Instagram? Is that the most popular thing? Raise your hand if Instagram's like the social media platform you use the most. What's what's the next one? Snapchat, who uses Snapchat a lot? Sweet. Facebook, not that much, that's like 10 years ago. So just ask yourself the question, do I dedicate at least as much time to praying as I do to the time that I spend on Instagram or on whatever social media that you're on? Do you actually give more time to Instagram than than the Lord? And if that's the case, then you have to ask yourself the question, if I'm going to go before the throne of God at the end of my days, 
And the Lord said, you know, the Lord asked you, how did you spend your life? Did you spend time with me? And would it be a little awkward, right, if there was like a chart of your life and it showed like Instagram, you know, 80 and Jesus 5, right? It probably wouldn't be a good indication of our devotion to him. And so we're invited not necessarily to give up Instagram, but we're invited rather to put our time and our trust in the Lord. Because what Jesus tells us today in the Gospels, he says the person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. When we give the Lord a little bit of each of our days, that will give us the grace, the power, the virtue to be able to face more difficult situations. But if we don't give the Lord a little bit of each of our days, how are we going to be able to resist the super difficult temptations that we sometimes face? So we need the grace of Jesus. We need to be connected to the Lord. We need to be wise with our time. So let us have hearts that are devoted to him. Let's have hearts that are devoted more to the Lord than anything else, more to the Lord than our Instagram account, more to the Lord than anything else in our life, that we might be known as disciples of Jesus and we might be effective witnesses, effective witnesses to Jesus in the world so that other people can come to know Jesus because we're willing to follow after him and walk with him.